0: Welcome to Rise Up in Business, the law podcast for small business owners. I'm your host, Tracy Miller Crane. I'm a business lawyer, an entrepreneur, and very much a realist. Rise Up in Business is designed to share with small business owners important legal information and some clever tips and tricks in short and sharp episodes, no legal jargon. With this podcast, I want to empower small business owners to rise up and take control in their business. I'll be here every Wednesday to tell you what you need to know without sending you to sleep. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rise Up in Business podcast. And as you know, this is where I aim to deliver some very valuable information and clever tips and tricks for business owners just like you that you can action and implement in your business straight away. So we are now into season four of the podcast, which I'm so excited about. And in this season, as you know, I am bringing on some impressive guests to talk about their unique businesses and the different ways that they help business owners. And many of my guests work with me personally, too. So we're diving into what their experience was like working with me and whether we overcame some of those common concerns about working with lawyers. Today, I am chatting with the very lovely and very wonderful Sally Prosser. Sally is a very clever and very driven businesswoman who I have a great deal of respect for. Sal has an incredible presence on social media and on TikTok, and I absolutely admire her confidence and ability in front of the camera. Sal runs her own business, supporting business owners to get really clear and comfortable using their voice. And I've done Sal's course that she offers, which is the six-week voice makeover. And i got some very valuable tips and tricks in there for how to get in front of the camera for my own business. Sal, welcome. Oh, Tracy, thank you for that lovely introduction. Great to be here. I'm so excited that you were able to join me to have this chat today. I wanted to bring you on to talk about what it is that you're doing to help and assist business owners and our very similar driver, which is to support and empower business owners to do all the things that they do. And of course, as we both know, that extends beyond business owners, doesn't it? To to leaders and ambitious career-driven individuals, really. Yeah, absolutely. So, I am all about helping people show
1: up with confidence and use their voice. (laughs) I feel like a lot of people have so many fantastic qualities and such an amazing message. And I have the privilege of helping them get it out there with not just the quality of their voice, but uh, also getting over that imposter syndrome and feeling like, oh, I don't want to press record or go live and just to show up and do it.
0: And Sal, I think that's so important because what I certainly have experienced in my journey and in talking to so many business owners that I work with, the concept of using your voice can be really overwhelming. Yeah, absolutely. Why do you think that is? Look, I really believe that we need to connect
1: with our own voice before we can connect with others. And that's why with my six-week voice makeover, for example, we really start from the inside out. What are you thinking? How are you feeling? Where's the breath going? We go right down to that anatomical level. And I think people, a voice is often like oh, a pet that they don't like to pay too much attention to. It's like, oh, I use it and it's there, but I don't really like the sound of it and I don't really want to address it. <laughs> uh, but I'm just like a pet. If you do give it that attention, then it will love you back.
0: And I think that's a game changer, Sal, because I don't think that we are viewing it that way. We think this is our voice, we're stuck with it, and there's nothing I can do about it, and I'll just live with it.
1: Well, I feel like if you feel like you're stuck with your voice, that's not a very nice relationship. So I want everybody to feel grateful and happy for the voice that they have and back themselves. It's just like the gym. You might be perfectly happy with your Oh gosh, it's funny. I'm in lockdown at the moment. So I don't know if I should be using my exercise regime as an example here, but you can go to the gym and get fitter and get more out of your life, I suppose, by exercising. And our voice is absolutely the same thing. So I just help people get the most range out of their voice and discover parts of it that they didn't even know were there.
0: I love that. And I've got to say, Sal, when I started my my journey on this business a couple of years ago, and I was introduced to the concept of Instagram, which we now all know very well, I was terrified of getting in front of the camera because it was very different. So I'm very good at public speaking and making submissions and arguments in court because that's what I've been trained to do. But as I learnt from you, it is very different making submissions in a formal court than it is trying to connect with my audience on platforms like Instagram. Oh, but Tracy, you do such a great job of it. I love
1: your videos.
0: (laughs) Thanks now. Now I'm comfortable now. But I've got to say I took great value out of your course because it taught me that, in fact, I'm talking to people and just because they're not in front of me doesn't mean that I can't communicate with them on the levels that I want to. So I found that to be very, very, very valuable, in fact. Yeah,
1: and when I do, I do a lot of work online as well and I look at that lens and I feel like it's a magical portal taking me directly to my audience's life. And so in lots of ways you can connect with them on a more intimate level than you can in person. And I create an imaginary audience and there's lots of different techniques to use. But I love that you brought up that you're confident in court and then not online because there will be plenty of people who would be like, oh, my God, speaking in court, that freaks me out. I remember when I was doing my law degree and we had a, a subject where we had to go to court and speak. And it was fantastic for me. I'd gone not so well in all the other subjects, (laughs) but because I was a confident speaker, I was like, yes, your honor. Like I was very, very confident. And I got the highest mark in the class. And I'm telling you, it was not because of my knowledge of the law. I was just winging it. It was just the way that I presented myself and spoke. And I believe that every time we do a form of speaking that is not familiar to us, it will be scary for that first couple of times. Like I've spoken on live television in front of massive audiences, you know, on big stages. But I remember when I first went live for my course, I was having kittens because I'd never been doing presenting of that style. It's really important to, well, helpful, I think, to think about things as familiar and not familiar rather than, scary or not scary so if you're going to do a live video for example online and you have never done that before of course it's going to be unfamiliar and then the way to make it familiar is just to do it
0: that's so (laughs) So, true so true and we all say that we all hear it don't we oh everything gets easy with practice but sometimes it's just having that little bit of support and those those few extra skills under your belt just tends to take away some of that frightening scariness and overwhelm i think so, that's that's my a little bit of my experience in working with your fabulous course, which I recommend to lots of people. We've also worked together in a different context, though, and we've also worked together when you were my client and I was helping you prepare your legals and your documentation for your fabulous business. And so, I just wanted to have a chat about that because what I find when business owners are coming to me is they're saying to me, oh gosh, I don't get excited or look forward to working with a lawyer. I think lawyers are unapproachable, dull and boring. So I was hoping you might shed a little bit of light on your experience working together for the benefit of some of our listeners. Oh, well,
1: Tracy, definitely not dull and boring. I remember hearing you on Claire Wood's podcast, actually, originally, and thought, oh, my gosh, I need to contact you. I think I was contacting you while I was listening to the episode because, yeah, this is quite embarrassing to admit, but I'm sharing this for transparency. I was, oh, so when did we work together? About a year ago, maybe now. But I was was more than a year into my business and I did not have a privacy policy on my website. I did not have terms. I had sort of a a contract with my clients who I worked with, but it was more just an email agreement. Like it was was nothing very sturdy. Oh my God. And so it was so easy. You just knew exactly what I needed. We put it all together. Straight away, it of course makes your business not just legal, but more professional and also helps with the SEO. So I didn't realize, but uh, websites that don't have terms and privacy policies get brought down the the search list. So if for no other reason, you want to get all that sorted to help you with your SEO. And the other part about it was it gave me such confidence when I was working with big businesses, so I do workshops for big companies, and being able to send through a full legal agreement, it just made me feel like I was really, you know, (laughs) playing where I was supposed to. And it gave that level of professionalism. And also when I had some issues with it, because there was a couple of things that weren't quite right for my business, Tracy, you
0: were so generous and helpful in helping me make those adjustments that we needed. I'm so delighted to hear that. Honestly, this is why I do what I do. And when you talk about the confidence, that just lights me up because that is what it's all about. And I do my best um, in my messaging to try to get that across to business owners, just to say, hey, this doesn't really have to be an overwhelming and scary process. And our documents, as you've just hit the nail on the head, Sal, they're an extension of our business. And that level of professionalism that comes with having proper documents is A game changer for many, but I didn't know about the SEO. I didn't know that um, websites that didn't comply were ranked lower down on the SEO rankings. I didn't know that. So, I've just learned that. So, thank you for sharing that.
1: Yeah, so interesting. And it's really the... Documents that you've prepared for me have really helped this year with coronavirus. So you, you probably remember you're probably putting this in a lot of agreements about, uh, so I do face-to-face workshops and our clause is that if it cannot be delivered because of COVID, it is rescheduled or goes online. And that has been so useful for me to have that set in stone because this year I have got so many outstanding workshops and nobody has asked me for a refund yet, but if they did, I don't have the money to refund them. (laughs) So it's been really good to have that backing that if there are changes made, I say, well, as per the agreement, we reschedule or we do it virtual. And it's not just me kind of going on the fly. I've got that there in the agreement, which they can go back to from the the original invoice. So that's been really helpful. And it's given me a lot of confidence as there's so much uncertainty in business with all these rolling lockdowns and things like that. But I feel confident that if a business does come back to me and say, oh, look, Sal, it's all too hard. God knows when you can get to Melbourne or Sydney, let's just refund it. that I can say, well, no, in the agreement, this is what we're going to do.
0: I'm so happy to hear that. I always have my people think it's negative, Nancy, but it's not. It's protection and dispute resolution hat on. When I'm drafting these things, because I I think about all the things that could go wrong and how can we best protect you. And I'm so happy to hear that that's been useful for you. And let's be honest, what small business owner does have a buffer of cash in the bank account to be able to refund all of these things. It just makes business unnecessarily hard. And I think that there's enough for us to be dealing with as small business owners without having to worry about refunds like that. So I'm so delighted that those documents have been able to be supportive to you to lean on during this time. That makes me so happy. Yeah, absolutely, because at the
1: moment I honestly have more than $20,000 worth of work which has been uh, paid, thank goodness, but not delivered. <laughs> <So>
0: it's, <laughs> it's strange times and yeah. they are fluid. Our agreements are fluid. As you say, we work together to tweak them for you after you started using them and putting them into practice just so we could get it just right to suit. And obviously they are, which I'm delighted about. So thank you for sharing that, Sal. That's really valuable. And I'm just so happy that I can give some real live case studies, I suppose, to my audience so that they can understand the real value, the practical value of the other side of that relationship when you've actually got those documents in your hot little hand and you're able to roll them out and use them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the other good thing is there have been a couple of small changes that I've made, like so things like pricing or those kind of things that happen. And it's good to know that I can just go in there, make that specific change, that figure or whatever it is. And it's still good to go, you know, so it's also the confidence to make those tiny amendments without feeling like you have to go back to a lawyer and spend thousands of dollars to get them totally redone.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. And that's what I aim to achieve. So that's just brilliant. Thanks, Sal, for sharing that. Before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you three quick questions that I just know is going to be valuable to the listeners. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. What is the best business advice you've ever received?
1: The best business advice is that there uh, is no destination. It's just a rolling ball of problems, or let's let's change problems, a rolling ball of challenges. (laughs)
0: Oh, I like that. I like that. It's a
1: rolling ball of challenges. And rather than thinking, okay, I've got to get the website right, and I've got to get the product suite right, and I've got to get this right, that right. No, no, no. It's just a rolling ball of challenges. And every day when you wake up and say, oh, what's come my way today, that is not a roadblock. It's actually just the reality of being in business.
0: That is refreshing. I like that. (laughs) I like that. Next one, what is the worst business advice you've received? This is interesting because this was the worst
1: advice for me. And it was that I needed to delegate everything that I wasn't good at. And yeah, and I say it's for me because for a lot of businesses, delegating is amazing and what they should do. But for me, I felt so much more confident when I learned how to do things for myself. So I'll give you an example. In the beginning, I was outsourcing my website. It was very expensive and it was not not what I wanted. And I then did a course in... How to build a website (laughs) and did it myself and even though it's not as flash as it could be i really enjoy having that control over it and even there's been a couple of people that i've brought on to help me but for me i keep saying for me because you've got to really understand what how you like to work and for me i am so much more productive and i feel a lot better when i'm the lone wolf
0: (laughs) So, i like that perspective empowering yourself with that knowledge
1: Yeah, and sort of saying uh, delegating. So the advice I got that was bad was you have to delegate, whereas I would always say you have to look to yourself and work out what is going to be best for you.
0: Oh, I like it. I like that, Sal. There's no one-size-fits-all. I like that. And last one, if you had the chance, what advice would you give to your younger self? Think bigger, go harder. (laughs) Oh, I like that. (laughs) I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you, Sal. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I just know that this is jam-packed with value for listeners and I'm very grateful for your time. My pleasure, Tracy. Great to chat. That's it for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed my chat with Sal. I think that she's an incredible human and she's fabulous at what she does. You can find Sal on the details in the show notes and I know that you'll get value out of following her. That's it for today's episode. Short and sharp, just like I promised. If you liked the episode, please be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And I would be most grateful if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. As always, remember to keep your business legals in order with my annual legal checklist. You can grab your free copy by heading over to my website, tmsolicitor.com.au forward slash checklist. I'll catch you next week. Thanks so much for listening.